Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandreau, the podcast for wine enthusiasts who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, Michelle introduces you to a prominent woman and takes a peek inside her life. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau, and I'm talking with Sadie Drury, who is the vineyard manager of North Slope Management in the Walla Walla area. Sadie is featured in Wine Country Women of Willamette Valley in Walla Walla. Sadie, thank you so much for joining us today. We're all going to get a crash course on all things Sadie. (laughs) So... One of the things I recently learned about you is that you had a career training horses for quite some time, which I'd love to learn about, but it was really a date with a winemaker who got you into growing grapes. Is that true? That is true. Yes. Where did you, I don't, I'll be very curious where you learned this information. I'll tell, uh, you <laughs> <laughs> tell me about training horses. How did you decide to go down that that road, so to speak? Growing up, I was one of those little girls that was obsessed with horses. Everybody knows that girl, right? And that was me growing up. So I had a couple horses, and I rode horses all through middle school and high school, and I, I kind of dabbled in everything. I did dressage. I would carry flags at the rodeo. I had a family friend who had a ranch, and she would let me come out and just break the horses, and I loved it. She was actually a doctor. And so my freshman year of college, I did, you know, I graduated high school, and then I went to college in the fall, and I only did one quarter. And this doctor friend of ours and I went on a road trip. We drove a bunch of horses to Texas, and she said that if she had to do it all over again, she would have followed her first dream of horses instead of being a doctor. And that was really powerful to me. So I quit college and decided I was going to train horses. And it took me, I lived in Las Vegas, I lived in Texas, I lived in Idaho, and I worked for different trainers. And I dabbled in that for a while. And I came back to Walla Walla after being away for a few years and tried to do my own thing. But ultimately, I just decided horses were expensive and I was going to spend my life probably hurt and broke. So I really was happy that I explored that avenue and tried to follow my dreams. But in the end, it wasn't for me. So who's the winemaker that changed your life forever? Oh, I can't, I can't say who. Um, (laughs) What did he say that made you change your life? When I moved back from training horses, Walla Walla's wine industry was exploding. And I was 21, so I could taste the wine, which helped a lot. But when I, you know, when I left Walla Walla, I think there was 19 wineries. And when I came back, there was 40 or something. So there was this big shift while I was gone. I was supplementing my horse training career by working at the Green Lantern. Anybody who's been to Walla Walla probably knows what the Green Lantern is. It's a local bar, and a winemaker asked me out on a date. So he took me into the cellar. We tasted wine. It was really fun, and uh, I was super excited to be in the cellar. And then we went out into the vineyard, and we just spent some time. He was showing me, like, what he looks for and what he likes to do in the vineyard. And I was just walking through this vineyard that – What's funny now is I know isn't anything special. It was sort of a backyard vineyard, but I just thought it was amazing, and I wanted to be out there every day. So it wasn't anything he said. 
but it was just having the opportunity to go out there and look at the grapes and talk about the farming and knowing that that was something I, I wanted to do and could do. Well, you really resonated. It really resonated with you. Absolutely. What year was that? That was 2006. And I entered the Enology and Viticulture program in 2007. And you started your career as a vineyard manager simultaneously or soon thereafter? No, you know, it's working in a vineyard is just like any other job. You have to work your way up and, and learn all the ins and outs. Oh, so, come on. You wowed them right away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But um, in 2008, I got my first internship at a vineyard. So I started school in fall of 2007. And then 2008, I got an internship. And one of the interesting things about the wine industry in Washington, and I don't know how this compares to California or Oregon or other places, there's a lot of big vineyards, but there's not a lot of growers compared to winemakers. You know, there's 1,200 wineries, but there's not nearly as many growers. And so I was actually just really lucky to be able to get an internship because they're not very easy to get. And it was an hour and a half away from home. So I drove over to Red Mountain every day from my house in Walla Walla. Is there someone that mentored you along the way? Absolutely. I've, I've had a number of mentors. And I think that's one of the cool things about the wine industry is There's so many people who are willing to help, and you develop these really great relationships. My first mentor was definitely my first boss, Jim Holmes, who owned C.L. Boucheval Vineyard. And then the vineyard manager at that vineyard at the time was Ryan Johnson, and he was a, a wonderful mentor to me as well. And then our neighbor at that vineyard was Dick Boucher. So still to this day, I have a really close relationship with Dick Boucher, who's a wine grower in Washington, and Ryan Johnson. And then as I moved over into Walla Walla, you know, I've cultivated some really good relationships here, too. What do you enjoy most about your job? What's the most rewarding part of it? I think there's two things that I just absolutely love, like can't get enough of. The first one's being outside. I was never meant to be in an office or any kind of job that's indoors. And then the next one is that I get to grow this really awesome product that I get to see from start to end. You know, I'm far enough in my career now, 2021 is my 13th vintage or 14th vintage, and I've planted vineyards and I've grown the grapes and the grapes have now gone, you know, and then turned into wine and now they're in a bottle and I get to taste them. And I don't know that many farmers outside of the wine industry can say that, you know, they're really part of something from the start to the end. A lot of farmers who grow as many acres as I do, you know, they sell their crops and they don't see them again. But I just love that I get to see what happens to the grapes after they leave the property. Have you ever thought about becoming a winemaker or making your own wine? No, I, <laughs> I really just want to be outdoors and grow the grapes. I feel like this question is, is like asking who your favorite child is. I'm going to ask it anyways. Do you have a vineyard that you like better than another? Yes, is the answer. I don't know if I should say who. I almost feel bad. I manage seven vineyards right now in Walla Walla, and I love them all for different reasons. But my most favorite vineyard is the vineyard where I have the best relationship with the owner, and it feels like the most collaboration, and that we make these decisions together to grow the best grapes, and uh, the product is always amazing. So I'm not going to say who's my favorite. That would be, you know, like telling your child which child is your favorite and you can't do that but that's how yeah it is that way for sure 
what does that vineyard produce that you like so much? So what gets released off that vineyard is usually a red a red Bordeaux blend. It is so good every year, and it scores really well, um, and the wine sells out, and it's in high demand, so it makes it a lot of fun to grow that. So why don't we educate people and tell them what a typical day is like for you? We usually start pretty early. If you have children at home, you understand that your day might even start earlier than other people's. Depending on the time of the year, we usually start around sun up, and then we work eight to 10 hours. And usually when I come to work, the first thing I do is go check in with my crew. I usually check in with the foreman the night before and we make sure we're all set up for the next day. And then in the morning, I check um, I check in on my crew. I make sure they were sp- where they're supposed to be. I make sure the tractors are out doing what they're supposed to be doing. Sometimes it's spraying, sometimes it's mowing. Uh, and then I usually run to my office. I check emails, connect with any winemakers who want to be connected with, take care of things like that. And then usually go back out later in the day, go, you know, check on my crew again. And I try to get into all my vineyards every day. Sometimes it's just a quick drive by, but a lot of times I'll stop, I'll get out of my truck and I'll walk the blocks and just get out in the vines and make sure things are healthy and looking the way I want them to look and that the crew is doing the job we want them to do. And your day wraps up about when? Uh, Usually by four. So like right now we're working seven to four and in the summer we might work like the crew might work like six to two because it's hot or even five to two, but I'm usually here till four no matter what. Is seven enough vineyards or do you want to have more? That's a hard question. Uh, I feel like it really depends on my team around me. So, and, and then also the labor situation. So right now we have seven vineyards and I feel like I could do more, but there's definitely times where I feel like seven is enough. We don't need any more. So it, it really just depends. Um, but I have the best crew right now, and I have some really awesome young people working for me, and I think we can just get out and do more every day. What's ahead for your career? What's your next goal? You know, What do you hope to achieve next in your career? That's a hard question. I, I learned early on that it takes a lot of years to get to know the vineyards you work with, And I can't imagine ever going to other vineyards. For example, one of the vineyards that I work with is named Seven Hills Vineyard. And a lot of people have heard about it. We sell grapes to about 50 different high-end clients each year. And Seven Hills is so unique because it actually has fruit, like every slope, every aspect. We have lots of different road directions. And I feel like I'm, you know, my ninth year at Seven Hills is just, um, I'm really comfortable farming it now. So I can't imagine trying to go somewhere else and get reacquainted with a new vineyard. So ahead of my career, I definitely don't see myself managing other vineyards. I don't see myself trying to find a new job uh, in that sense. But I do have some other passions that I want to follow. And so like long-term, and and long-term being maybe 10 years, maybe more, maybe less, I really love photography. So I'd love to be like in in vineyard photography somehow and maybe have that be like a side gig uh, or potentially even just consulting. If I could make enough by doing some vineyard photography, also maybe doing some consulting on the side. Based on what you said, you're pretty satisfied in the Washington area that your vineyards are located. Does that mean that you couldn't be swayed to go to Oregon or California to manage vineyards? Yeah, you know, I think if I was in a different personal situation, I could be swayed. But 
right now, I mean, Walla Walla is the perfect place for us because my husband has a job that he loves. And then my parents live in Walla Walla. And then my mother-in-law actually lives in an apartment at our place. She lives in our basement apartment. And so we really have a support team that allows my career to excel and allows my husband to have the career that he wants to have. So I just don't see us ever leaving this area while the kids are little. I just wondered if you were, you know, you're so familiar with the terroir there. Part of me says it could be challenging to go somewhere and fun. Or could you be offered the the dream gig at the right price to sway you to move? <laughs> so I just, I just wanted to explore that. I think that's one of the things about consulting that could potentially be really fun is I think there's a lot of really great untapped areas like in Idaho and there isn't a lot of people there who, you know, know how they want to grow grapes there yet. So it might be really fun to like go to new areas as a consultant and help people develop vineyards in in a way that's um, unfamiliar for everybody and I'm not necessarily out of my neck of the woods too much. What's one of your top moments of your career so far? Oh, goodness, that one's going to put me on the spot. You know, last week I got to speak at Unified. I was really excited to be invited to speak on a virtual platform for Unified, so that was fun. Uh, And it felt like really good recognition that I'm doing a good job up here in Washington. And then other top moments, one of the wines that I grow got the best Bordeaux blend in the Decanter World Wine Awards. That was a wine from LeCole's winery at Ferguson Vineyard. So that was really exciting too. I'm guessing that there's not a lot of women vineyard managers. Is that accurate to say? Not here in Washington. I think that Oregon's doing a little bit better. And to be honest, I'm just not familiar with the landscape in California and how that's coming along. When I got my job here at Seven Hills Vineyard in 2013, I was only the third woman to be a vineyard manager in all of Washington. Wow. Do you think women might be better at it? I don't know. I I think that we have different strengths and weaknesses. I will never claim to be really good at like managing tractors and equipment. But I do think that I'm really good at, at managing the crew and keeping really good relationships with them and understanding I have a lot of young women that work for me and understanding their needs as mothers. And I also think that women just are great with plants. And I know that sounds silly, but we tend to want to cultivate and grow things. And I think we can do really good at it. So I just think it's a strength and weaknesses thing. Maybe it's the nurturing. Yeah, absolutely. Learn more about the women who live in wine country when you purchase one of our lifestyle books at winecountrywomen.com. Okay, now... Let's move to your personal life. You live in College Place. How did you choose to live there? Yes, it's a little tiny town next to Walla Walla. It shares a road. So really, when I say I live in Walla Walla, College Place, it's the same thing. How did you choose to live there? Did you find your dream home there? How did you select this little town? So my husband is a firefighter in College Place. They only have just a couple paid employees, and then the most, of, most of the department is volunteer. He's one of the paid employees. So ultimately, he wanted to live really close to the fire station. So we thought we would live in College Place for that reason. 
And then we found a great house that we actually bought from his ex-girlfriend of all things. Oh my <laughs> um, I know it is funny. Uh, uh, it's sort of out in the country. It's just on an acre and it's like the perfect home for our family. So it really is the best place to be. But ultimately we stayed in the Walla Walla College Place area because we knew having a family and being close to my parents and his parents was the great, you know, the best option for our family. So if we took a step inside your home, what would we see? What is your decorating style, your color scheme? You know, I'm in the middle of changing my color scheme, so it might look a little chaotic right now. I used to have like some brown couches and some like dark burgundy drapes, and I just felt like it was so dark. And so we ended up this winter, I was like, I don't want to be in a dark space anymore. So I got a new rug, and it's when you walk in, you can still see my brown couches, but now I have a bright rug that's white with some blues and greens in it. And then I've got some light blue drapes. I've been trying to get rid of any dark decor and have a brighter space. So it's a little chaotic, but that's that's what you see right now. <laughs> what is your favorite room in the house? Oh, for sure the kitchen. I love cooking, but also just like, it's kind of the best place to be with my kids, with my husband, where we can get things done like cooking and dishes and still have like really great conversations and activity. Can you tell us like one of your go-to dishes? I am not a vegetarian, but I love to cook vegetarian. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so I, I probably only meet, only eat meat a few times a week. So one of my favorite recipes is like a chickpea and carrot veggie burger. Uh, everybody in the family loves it. So that's a good go-to at our house. You live in wine country. I have to ask, what do you like to drink at home? Oh, this is a hard question. Are you a wine girl or do you drink a cocktail or a beer? I love wine, <laughs> but my husband doesn't drink wine. Oh my so goodness. Okay. I know. So it, as you can imagine, it's hard to open a bottle of wine that I'm not going to share. I know. I, you know, I'm one of your people. I'm told I need to get a Corvin. Apparently you do too. I do too. <laughs> so if I'm drinking wine at home, I'm really hot on Grenache right now. I think it's so good up here in Washington. I wish I grew more of it. I hate to admit this and I'm, I'm going to be... I'm almost embarrassed to tell you that I kind of like seltzers, like white claws. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. They're just refreshing, but we I don't buy too much of them. But that is been a kind of a go-to this winter. There's a beverage for every occasion. <laughs> so yeah. it's all good. Do you have a hobby or can you tell us something that people might be surprised to learn about you? I like to crochet. That's probably a surprise if you know me because I'm not very domestic. So I can make a mean crocheted hat. But really, like, my go-to hobby is still horses. I have a wonderful horse named Sam, and I like to go out and ride him as much as possible. That's something that my children enjoy, too. That's probably not a surprise to anybody that I still ride horses. Do you speak a second language? Did you do something unusual as a child? Have you rappelled down a mountain? Have you skydived? I think I'm a boring person. I don't think I've done anything really extraordinary. I, all the things I can think of aren't surprises. I love to hike and spend time outside, but I mentioned that earlier. You know, maybe one of the things I, I think is kind of funny is I've worked with a lot of quarterbacks from the NFL, so I kind of like to joke about that. When I lived in Las Vegas, I got to ride one of Joe Montana's horses. Okay, see, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, and now I sell grapes to both Drew Bledsoe and I sell grapes to Dan Marino. So I, I maybe I just work with quarterbacks, and that's weird. <laughs>
I think that is awesome. I think it's awesome and unusual for sure. When you kick back and relax, what kind of music do you like to put on? One of my favorite bands isn't very popular, but I love them and I have all their albums and I listen to them a lot. Is a band called Need to Breathe. And they're sort of like Christian country rock, but not very Christian if you... And then I, I really like a country artist by the name of Cam. She's got a brand new album out, and I've been listening to that like every day. But I also like, with my kids, like we'll listen to pop music, and that's fun too. So I, I do really like a little bit of everything. What's something on your bucket list that you can tell us about? I would really like to visit all the national parks someday. Really? And... Yeah, I think it would be so much fun when I retire, when the kids move out or whatever, just get an RV and go see them all. You know, hike as much as I can and see as much as I can um, someday. I I don't know if that'll happen or not, but that is definitely something I'd love to do. Have you already gone to a few already? Yeah, I have over the years. I'm struggling to think of a good example right now, but yeah, I like like a good road trip and I like stopping at, at national parks when I can. What's your favorite holiday? I really like Halloween. Tell me why. I don't like Christmas and anxiety. It gives me, I think the family gathering just gives me a lot of, it gives me a lot of anxiety. I feel like there's so much expectations around these holidays, but then, you know, there's no expectations around Halloween. You can put on a hat or you can go all out and still like have a good time. For sure. You can be goofy or you can take it kind of serious. You've lived in the Walla Walla area your whole life. Can you tell us one or two of your favorite spots that people visiting to the area shouldn't miss? Our local reservoir is called Bennington Lake. And it's so pretty because you have a great view of the Blue Mountains when you are there. And there's lots of trails. And so I think if people are visiting, they should take a morning to go walk around Bennington Lake and walk those trails. And you can see all the birds, deer, fox, you know, just sort of the local wildlife here. Um, I absolutely love it. You know, and then just downtown. If you get to if you get to come to Walla Walla, like downtown is such a special place and there's so many there's great wineries, there's great restaurants, um, and it's so pretty and quaint and I I just never lose awe of downtown Walla Walla. Having grown up here it was it was really just a dump when I was a kid. And I've watched the wine industry turn it around with the tourism. So it's really it's grown into the, its own. Yeah, it's such a special place now, so uh, I love it. Wonderful. So I'm glad you shared those tips. I can't wait to check them out. Sadie, let's wrap things up with five quick questions. You ready? Yes. Okay. What kind of car do you drive? A Toyota Camry. What's your favorite flower? A lupine. If you were a crayon, what color would you be? Uh, Like robin egg blue. For dessert, what do you like to reach for? Um, anything dark chocolate. And last question. Who is one of your favorite actors or actresses? Oh, goodness. I'm going to go old school. Bruce Willis. I've always just thought he was so adorable. (laughs) Awesome. Well, Sadie, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a lot of fun. And thank you for having me. This is fun. Visit WineCountryWomen.com to join our exclusive list so you can be the first to learn about upcoming offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new edition of Wine Country Women.